Last time on Adequately Advanced Magic. Here, here, Nick Klaus and Sirius, the three of you find yourselves outside the apartment of Rudiger Negrim. Okay, I'm going to look, see what's in the uh, the drawers. Upon closer inspection, you notice that there was a secret compartment here. Nick Klaus will move on from the, the dumbwaiter to the trash chute. As you look around, you do see that it is capable of fitting a person in. Sirius kicks down the door. You briefly see a small gnome. Stop that gnome! And she'll cast Hold Person. Sirius Firewoman style carries her, slumps her over the, her shoulder and carries her back to the apartment and is like, nothing to see here, folks. Okay, this is going to sound bad, but can somebody help me tie her up? As the three of you continue to attempt to convince this woman of your trustworthiness, mostly ineffectually, whoever is closest to the door, you start to hear this whistling sound. And then the door slides open. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. The three of you find yourselves in the apartment of Rudiger Negrim. Sirius, you are close to where the living room turns into the kitchen slash dining room area, alongside a tied up female gnome. <laughs> in tow, actually. Like, she's trying to wiggle out of your arms. You're not too far away. You're about five or ten feet away, smoking your pipe of smoke monsters. And Niklaus, you are in the dining room area, a bit farther away, waiting for some coffee to arrive. This all sounds very casual for what I believe was a interrogation. Someone has just walked in the front door. You see a tall and imposing figure wearing a long, dark duster coat. And for some reason, it's just billowing behind him as he walks in. There's a sudden breeze from the- wait, the balcony's closed off. <laughs> He's wearing a wide-brimmed hat, and as he looks up at the three of you, you see that he has scars that crisscross his face. Is he human? Yes. It would be sort of funny if he was a dwarf, though. He surveils the situation. He looks at you, Sirius. He looks at the tied-up gnome. <laughs> he looks at Hyrkir, and he looks at Niklaus. The three of you notice that the gnome- has stopped struggling, and she has a look of abject terror on her face. There's a moment of silence. Um, can I help you, sir? <laughs> he takes a step forward, and he says, Why, yes, ma'am. If you could hand that little lady over there to me, I'd gladly, I'd gladly appreciate it. Alright, Sirius looks at her dialogue options. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm afraid that she's in my custody right now, and I cannot do that. Well, that's all right. 
I was just being polite. And he pulls out a great sword. Oh, Jesus. Oh. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. We did it. We did it, boys. We got the combat. <laughs> Woo! It only took a month, but we got there. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of episodes of recap, some exposition. Oh, damn it. That's not too bad. 14 for Niklaus. Hercule got a five. That will be a two. Glad we're all on the top of our games right now. To be fair, I don't think Cirrus was expecting this man to pull out a great sword, so this checks out. Yeah, where does he hide under that duster? Jeez. <laughs> a lot of pockets. That's what all the billowing is actually for. It hides the great sword. Uh, all the dramatic billowing. It's like a, he's got a permanently open portal to a demiplane so the wind blows through it. <laughs> Nick Klaus, it's your turn. So he, this figure approached menacingly, huh? Yep. Well, he's pulled a weapon, so... He pulled a weapon, so he's taken his life into his own hands. And is he moving directly towards the, the gnome girl? Yeah, and Sears. And Sears. Well, it didn't work last time, but Niklaus holds out <laughs> hope. So he'll try casting slow, targeting the uh, mysterious figure. So he will have to make a wisdom saving throw. He rolls a 16. Shit. Every time. It's the exact same as the DC. So he he, he saves and nothing happens. Niklaus, however, will kind of move closer towards the wall to kind of get like a, a flank on him. Because if he's going into the room, he wants to be kind of kind of behind him. Niklaus, you try to cast the spell on the man in the duster and it doesn't work. And as you run towards the wall, you see that he has a look of vague interest having seen you just cast magic the gnome at the same time is also just like what was that did something happen meanwhile in one swift motion the man in the duster moves forward and raises his great sword to slash at you Sirius. that seems kind of aggressive <laughs> a bit <laughs> a bit he makes three attacks the first attack is a 11. No, Cirrus is too beefy for that. <laughs> the second attack is a 23. Oof. Cirrus is not beefy enough for that. The third attack is a 15. All right, so Jeez. one of his attacks hits. You dodge out of the way of his first attack, but he quickly follows up with the second one, smashing the handle of his sword straight into your stomach, dealing Oof. 19 damage. Oof. Oof. Ow. He tries to hit you again, but you tumble roll out of the way. I'm trying to imagine tumble rolling while holding this gnome. <laughs> but yeah, Cirrus tumble rolls out of the way. Hercure, <laughs> it's your turn. Hercure is going to take a look at the situation. He's going to cast Heat Metal on the Great Sword. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 da fire damage when I cast the spell. If a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes the damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. 12 points of damage. The sword of the man in the duster glows red hot, burning his hand. And he's going to roll the constitution saving throw. And he rolls a 26. Well, he can keep holding it then. If it doesn't drop the drop it object, he has... Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Alright. He continues to maintain his hold on the sword. His eyes also <laughs> glance briefly towards you, Hugh Care. Sirius, it's your turn. <clears throat> Seeing what's happening, 
Cirrus screams, no! And will inadvertently use a bonus action to cast Sanctuary on herself. Ooh. And will use her action to take to dodge. So basically, let me explain Sanctuary. So I'm warding myself against attack. Any creature who targets me with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom save. And if they fail, they must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. It does not protect me from area of effects, like fireball. Uh, if I attack or do like a harmful spell or something, then the spell ends. And this lasts for a minute as long as I... No, I don't have to concentrate. It just lasts a minute. Nice. And I'm also taking a dodge action so that all of his attacks have disadvantage against me. All right. Niklaus, it's your turn. Okay. Niklaus has given up on trying to slow down. <laughs> Okay, he's going to try one of his most powerful damage abilities. Niklaus will cast Dissonant Whispers up level to third level. It is a sonic spell. As you cast your Dissonant Whispers, the whispers whisper back at you. What's up? Once again, the sound of popcorn eating fills your ears, and you feel a sharp pain in your temple, dealing two damage. Mm. Whispers intensify and then dissipate again. And he has to make a wisdom saving throw. He rolls an eight. He fails. So he is racked with terrible pain. It takes 5d6 psychic damage, which I will have to use a roller for. I can just roll it five times, that's fine. <laughs> 19 psychic damage. And they must immediately use their reaction, if available, to move as far as their speed allows away from me. The man in the duster says, I'll be right back. <laughs> and he walks out the door. Oh, jeez. Oh, I have to use the restroom. <laughs> uh, Niklas will take a moment to say, uh, he's not lying, he will be back. <laughs> <laughs> just decided. <laughs> you mean he didn't decide to just leave? No, he, he heard something scary and he, he's walking away for a minute, but he'll, he'll be back. <laughs> that... That doesn't make sense, but I believe you. So he can't. He can go back, right? Uh, when he can use his movement, yeah. It's just this turn he moves away from me as far as he can with his reaction. Mm -hmm. So he it uses so, up his reaction to it uh, until his turn comes back around. All right. <laughs> so, uh, mm -hmm. It's his turn next. Okay. Yeah. So he walks back in. <laughs> so I'll be right back. Is very accurate, actually. <laughs> There's like the SpongeBob. A couple seconds later, he, he walks back into the room. The <laughs> metal door so. slides open. <laughs> Told you I'd be back. Uh, yeah, he says, I'm back. And he drops his greatsword next to the door. And then he pulls out a light crossbow. Oh. And he sets his sights on Hyrkir. Oh, no. And he's going to shoot three times. Not my boy. That's With a, a lot of times. Takes longer than that to reload a crossbow. Yeah, I'm noticing that there's like some errata in the the monster the stat block. Ah. Like it says it says he has a light crossbow, but for the multi attack it says he can make three attacks with short bow. Oh short different. Yeah, than so a there's crossbow. there's yeah. I don't know. I'm oh. just gonna use the crossbow. Okay. He just has three hand crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what all the pockets are for, so Yeah. He pulls them out of the of the billowing cape. We're like, where does he keep all of it? <laughs> it's like the Boondock Saints dude, the old guy. <laughs> yes. He pulls out one crossbow and he shoots straight at Hukir. And it's a nat twenty. 
Oh. Well, that's a miss. Can't be good. It's going to be six plus eight plus eight. Is that 22? Yes. Ow. The crossbow bolt flies in slow motion, catching you in a part of the shoulder that really, really hurts. Wait, I have a reaction I'd like to use, actually, for this. Oh. Okay. Okay. Sirius says, Not her cure! And points at the unnamed assailant, uh, using her channel divinity to rebuke the violent, which, immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of me deals damage with an attack against a creature other than me, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the attacker takes radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. On a successful save, it takes half as much. He's being violent, and we don't like that. (laughs) He rolls a six. He fails, so he takes the same amount of damage he just dealt to Hyrcure in radiant damage. So that's 22 points of radiant damage. Yep. What does it look like? So he shoots Hyrcure with the crossbow bolt, and Cirrus points at Hyrcure, saying her line, Not Hyrcure! And then you see a bolt of energy fly out of Hyrcure's shoulder, back into the crossbow, and it explodes. The crossbow doesn't explode because he still has the crossbow, but it's like a, you see a, it's a magical explosion. Ooh. All right, for his second attack, he continues to ignore Sirius and shoot at Hyrcure. This time it's a 15. That hits. It does nine plus seven. Nine plus seven? Yep. Good Lord. Wait, uh, okay. Uh, how about we do that concentration check first? Okay. Nope, that's a failure. Natural one. Wow. So, three. The sword on the ground stops glowing red hot. For the third attack, he turns his attention towards Niklaus. And he shoots another crossbow bolt. And he rolls a 23. Just barely hits. <laughs> Dealing 10 plus 11, so 21. Jeez. What type of damage? Piercing. Okay, that's not great. Not great, guys. Hercure, it's your turn. Hercure is going to cast Cure Wounds at third level on himself. Strong. Well, it's something. 13. Wow. I had two average rolls and a poor roll. The magical tinkle showers you, healing some health back. And Sirius, it's your turn. Sirius yells to her two friends, We have to protect her. Do your best. And cast Bless on all three of us. Which, each of us can add a d4 to attacks or saving throws for the next minute. I have to concentrate on this. So then I move, after I do that, I move 30 feet towards the back of the apartment, towards the balcony. That's my turn. You have the other uh, gnome with you? Yeah, she's on my shoulder. Okay. All right, Nick Klaus, it's your turn. You take a moment to assess the situation and you note that this guy by himself is holding his ground and has pretty much beat the shit out of you already. Nick Klaus will, will move towards the, the window as he does... Uh, as he passes her care, uh, he'll say, uh, "Her care, what's the plan here?" Uh, I think we gotta get the girl to safety and away from this dude. Is he? He's still blocking the door, right? Yeah, the man in the duster is very close to the door. And the balcony is a. Uh, well, Roy did the math and didn't sound good, so I suppose it's the garbage chute. If we can't get out the door, did you hear that, Cirrus? I I heard it. I. Okay. I suppose if we have to. 
Then Niklaus will turn back to the mysterious figure. He will... Will it take a uh, an action or a bonus action for him to, to swallow in one piece the uh, the bar, the protein bar? <laughs> uh, Great I give, question. I, I can give it to you as free action. Okay, Niklaus takes the bar, unwraps it, puts the whole thing in his <laughs> mouth, takes one chew do, and swallows. <laughs> do you make eye contact to assert dominance? Yes. And once he has inspiration, he will immediately use it to uh, convert five of his sorcery points of his six to cast another third level spell, Chaos Bolt. So he upcasts Chaos Bolt to third level, and he makes a ranged spell attack, and he'll use inspiration to get advantage. Don't forget to add plus four, or a D4 to what you roll. Sweet. You're, you're blessed. You're hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. So he rolled a 17 plus an 8, 25 plus 1, 26 to hit. 26 <laughs> hits. 26 hits. All right. They will take 2d8 uh, damage plus 3d6 damage. D8. 24 thunder damage. What does it look like? The Klaus, after chowing down on the protein bar using the surge of uh, energy contained within, launches his chaotic orb at the figure. And as it kaleidoscopes through a, a range of colors and shapes, it, it coalesces into a shocking white static shape. And when it hits the figure, a loud thunderous crash explodes from the point of impact. Big boom. The man in the duster, his duster crackles from the thunder. Wow. That's it. He already did his movement. The man in the duster eyes the situation, and he's going to use a bonus action to second wind. Uh-oh. Aww. Uh-oh. He takes a heckin' deep breath. <laughs> heckin'. He's going to blow us all out the window. <laughs> Hold on to something. <laughs> and then he sighs, making a whistling noise. First, he picks up his greatsword. Oh damn it. And he's going to run over to you, Sirius, near the balcony. And he's going to try and contest you for control of the female gnome. Is he attacking me? No, he's contesting you. Yeah, technically no. Okay. Is it grapple or something like that? How about we just do like a contested athletics check? Okay. To just, like, fight over control of the gnome. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Contest! He rolls a 13. You know what? Just to be safe, Cirrus is going to spend a point of inspiration. Nice. And it's a good thing that she did that. So that'll be a 15. My first roll was a nat one. (laughs) Oh, jeez. As you sort of wildly swing the female gnome around, she's like, whoa, wow. <laughs> and you manage to prevent the man in the duster from grabbing the female gnome. He, however, takes advantage of your movement to try and smack you with his greatsword. He still has to be warded about that, though. Mm-hmm. So how does it work? He does a wisdom save. He does a wisdom save. He rolls a seven. He has to Uh-oh. choose a new target or lose the attacker spell. 
I was saying the only other target is the... Yeah, he, so he, he will lose the attack. Okay, so he doesn't want to harm her. Interesting. Good knowledge to have. That was my suspicion. Hold her in front of you as a gnome shield. <laughs> <laughs> Protect me! He will attempt to make a second attack against you. This time it's a 14. He fails. Once again, his sword bounces harmlessly against you. What does it look like? I imagine he brings his sword down, but as it's about to hit me, it his arms are pulled to the left, and he's like, whoa! Or his body spins like suddenly to the left or the right, and he misses me. Yeah. His great sword smashes into the ground, carving a large cleave nearby. All right, it's Hercules' turn. You, you take a look around. Sirius and the gnome are near the balcony on the north side of the apartment. You're in the middle of where the dining room meets the living room, and Niklaus is nearby you. Gotcha. All right, I am going to activate my boars and get a bunch of temporary hit points. That is my action. So that's I'm gonna mo- I'm gonna take a couple of steps back toward. Uh, Roy's character, whose name Niklaus. It's only been how many years? <laughs> it's Niklaus. Niklaus. Nick Laus. Nicholas Laus. All right. So, how many temporary health points? Twenty. Okay. Because we're level five, right? Oh no, we're level six. Twenty-four. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Yep. The magical tinkle once again tinkles on you. <laughs> Except these are more mushroom-like. <laughs> and you move five feet up next to where Niklaus is in the middle of the apartment. Yeah. Sirius, it's your turn. Sirius pulls out her shield and she whispers to the nameless gnome, hold on tight. Uh-oh. And she's going to sprint towards the trash chute. I don't know how far away it is from me. 35 feet away from you. Okay, so if I use my action to dash, I can get there. Yep. So Cirrus is going to do that. Yep. You run past the man in the duster who makes one opportunity attack. I think this is still warded. Yep. He rolls a three on the wisdom saving throw, but he sees what's going on. He sees you looking at the trash chute, and he chooses to re-roll the failed saving throw. Ew. <laughs> And he's going to roll a 20 this time. Oh, good lord. All right, that hits. And now well, he's going to roll one attack. Sorry, that that succeeds. And he rolls a 21. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, he hits. He does 11 damage plus 10. So 21? Yeah. This is why I built Cirrus to be a tank, a beefy tank. Some blood spills out of you and hits the floor as you run past him. But you keep going. And you find yourself... uh, You want to dash all the way there? Yeah. Can I enter it as part of my movement, or do I have to do something special? You can just jump into it. Okay, Cirrus jumps into it. She's like, here goes nothing! You jump into the trash chute with the nameless female gnome. This can only end well. And (laughs) the two of you scream. Ah! 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 Ah!
me let me get back a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, I need a second. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, Nick Klaus, it's your turn. Okay. So the girls went out the window. Uh garbage chute. They went down the garbage chute. Okay. That would be very different <laughs> if we went out the window. I guess Niklaus will you know, he'll ready in action to run and jump down the garbage chute once her cure has made it down <laughs> the garbage chute. And for his bonus action well how's her cure before he does anything else, how is her cure looking uh, if he were trying to, trying to estimate how healthy her cure looked? How healthy would he look? Well, we just got a big infusion of temporary hit points. I don't know how that affects the look. It's covered in um, mushrooms, I guess. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10 mushrooms, how are you feeling? Um, temporarily, almost 100%. He, Very good. He picked up his sword, right, after? Yeah. Okay. Was the coffee ready? Yeah, at this point, the little JYMO ordering machine goes ding, and you see a carafe of coffee appear. Okay, so he'll use his movement to walk over to the vending machine. He'll pick up a coffee and begin to sip it. And he'll ready his action to dive down the garbage chute after Hercure goes down. Up until now, the man in the duster has stayed relatively cool. But Hercure, as Niklaus leaves you to drink coffee, (laughs) you see that for a hot second there, there's like a flash of anger. Yeah, that's what I was going for. We're winning the the mind game, if not the <laughs> physical game. He's going to run up to you, Hercure. Okay, when he gets to 10 feet of me, he needs to make a constitution saving throw or take 1d6, or 1, 1d6 necrotic damage. He rolls a 24. Well, he's fine then, never mind. Yeah, some... <laughs> jerk. <laughs> some spores poof into his face. And he's going to attempt his three greatsword attacks against you. Oh, Jesus. The first one is a 21. Yep, that hits, yes. So 20 damage. He slashes at you, and blood spills all over the papers strewn throughout the apartment. He makes his second attack, rolling an 8. Ha, that does not hit. And he makes his third attack, this time rolling a 28. Oh, does 14 plus 5, so 19 damage. Ow. And Hercure, it's your turn. Hercure is going to disengage and flee to the garbage chute. Yeah. You run to the garbage chute, passing Niklaus along the way. Do you guys interact at all? I think a a manly nod. We're just happy to see each other. (laughs) We're happy to still be alive. And you leap into the garbage chute. All right, uh, give give me your best scream into falling into the abyss. <laughs> that was nice. pretty good. That was good. That, that was <laughs> yeah. That was. I, I can't follow that. That's too. That's too good. Oh man, you, you really like took me there. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar goes to Jeremiah. <laughs> All right, and you had your reaction set up. Yes, uh, Niklaus will use his reaction to finish what's left of his coffee. He puts it calmly down on the counter and then jumps into the garbage chute. All right, Niklaus, you jump into the garbage chute. 
as you fall, you see the little speckle of light of Rudiger Negrim's apartment fade away. This trash chute it doesn't have anything else like uh, combining down into it or, or splitting off from it, right? It's just a single tube. There's like individual tubes from each apartment that connect to one major tube. So we're not in the major tube yet. Yeah, you, you can still see <laughs> we're in a the, minor tube. Yeah, you're in the minor tube. You're in the minor tube. A tributary tube. Yeah. A tribute tube, if you will. Well, uh, Niklaus has a uh, mace, which I think was the flavored like police stick or something, mm-hmm. which is extendable, right? Mm-hmm. So he'll extend and wedge it in the chute above him so that if someone were to fall into it, say, legs first, perhaps their legs would go astride. <laughs> he'll attempt to do that. All right. All right. Go ahead and do a dexterity check to see if you can do it. 15 plus 2 is 17. Yeah. You extend the extendable baton, jamming it in the narrow corridor of the trash chute, and you continue to fall into the darkness. A couple of seconds later, you hear a deep groan, and someone say, Oh, heck. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dong. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Roy, and I'm the voice behind Niklaus on the pod. I'd like to give a special shout out to our valued patrons. If you're interested in joining our community and enjoying some exclusive perks, visit our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash adequatelyadvancedmagic. Be sure to also follow us on social media at AAMagicPod. You can find us on Reddit, Twitter, and Instagram. And now without further ado, let's dive back into the episode as Hercure, Niklaus, and Cirrus find their way out of the situation they found themselves in. Everybody do a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Are they technically within 10 feet of me? Actually, no. All right. I'm the only one who benefits from this, then. I'm sure uh, the, the gnome still gets it. That's true. Does uh, she? Oh, I guess she does. <laughs> <laughs> I've made sure that she is within 10 feet of me. And everybody else is still blessed, though, I think. So they get... Dexterity saving throw will be a 21 for Nicholas. Hercule got a 9. Cirrus got a 17. It's a long fall, and Niklaus and, to a certain extent, Cirrus, the two of you are able to slow the descent of your fall by occasionally sliding against the sides of the chute. Somehow a trash bag flies past Niklaus and hits you in the face. It literally defies gravity to do so. Sirius, you tumble out first, and you land with a splash. You. And for a second as you do, you let go of the female gnome. Hirku, you land next, having banged around the chute. You are accompanied by 
a very large trash bag. <laughs> As you land into what you think is water, you take four damage. Niklaus, you're able to slow yourself down, and then near the end of the shoot, you just like do a triple backflip and land on your feet, but also in the water. <laughs> and who has dark side again? Uh, I do. I do. I don't think Niklaus has dark vision. Well, as Sirius and Hirkir take a look around, the two of you see that you are standing about thigh deep in a river of trash. There's a gentle curt here pushing you forward, and you see that this is just one long corridor with various trash chutes above. You also see the female gnome slowly drifting away. Am I able to uh -oh. grab her? Yeah, you can just grab her. Okay, after all my heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, almost lost you, ma'am. She coughs up some sewage water. Ew. Oh, no. Meanwhile, Niklaus, do another dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Twelve. A garbage bag drops from above. He's next to me now. Hold on. You could add like a nice little plus four to that if you want. Sixteen. The garbage bag very slightly misses you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it stares angrily at me. It's coming right for me, but it, it tears the last minute and it shatters around, but in a way where nothing lands on me. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're showered in like a perfect circle of banana peels. <laughs> How much can I see with my lack of dark vision? Not much. It's very, very dark in here. Oh, okay. The Klaus will go ahead and cast light on... Actually, no, he'll just pull out the lantern revealing and light it up. <laughs> I, think, I think... I think we should move. You think? Yeah, I don't know how long he's going to be stuck up there. Yeah, let's... Let's go. Um, I'm actually going to probably cast another healing spell on me. I don't happen to uh, reveal any uh, invisible creatures, do I? No. Okay. They're under the water, snaking around about our feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you do feel something touch your calf. Oh, no, Joey, do I, have, do I have time to cast a spell? Yeah. I'm casting Cure Wounds again. Yep. Do we know if these apartment blocks have trash compactors in the detention center? Go ahead and do a perception check or a history check. I'll do the uh, history. 18 plus 3, 21. There are trash compactors. In fact, in the direction of downstream, you hear loud smashing and grinding noises. I have a bad feeling about this. I look for a way out. There's only two routes. You can go upstream or downstream. How hard is it to go upstream? You're essentially wading through sewage water. About thigh high, so it's about like two to three feet deep. And how strong is the current? It's not super strong, but it's still enough where if you do it for long enough, it could be pretty tiring. Yeah. Uh, it was enough where the female gnome was... If Sirius hadn't seen it fast enough, she might have like drifted away. Into the crunchers. I'm assuming downstream is where we hear the crunching. Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, there's only one real direction that we can go. And Sirius starts trudging upstream. And hope for the... Oh, upstream. <laughs> All right. All right, right into the crunchers. Um, Sirius assumes that there must be, like... Sirius assumes that there must be paths for maintenance people to come down here and fix things up, so there must be some way out. Maintenance snakes. Or maintenance snakes, that's true. Hmm. They must live somewhere. 
Uh, you take a second to think about it. This is probably true, and it probably goes both ways. The trash compactors probably do need maintenance every now and then. But heading upstream, there has, probably has to be an exit somewhere too. So there's a chance that there is an exit near the trash compactors, is what I'm gathering? Yeah, uh, both options are viable. Actually, fellas, I've changed my mind. Oh? There, there might be an exit near the trash compactors, and we can move more quickly that way. And maybe our nameless assailant won't suspect us to move towards the danger. I'm just worried that it'll get deeper and we'll get swept away into smashy smashy. Oh, uh, we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm convinced. <laughs> How's Hercure looking? Or how how are both how are both of them looking? I mean, Hercure looks better now after he healed himself up a little bit. Uh, gotcha. Nicholas has a crossbow bolt stuck through his shoulder and it protrudes out the back. <laughs> so he looks very hurt. He's seen better days. Okay. As we're walking, Sirius will put a hand on Nicholas's back and and she'll say she'll say just take a deep breath and she'll wait, use wait wait the, wait 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 wait, wait. He, he says and he's like let me pull it out first i don't want you healing around the thing <laughs> and he like closes his eyes grits his teeth and yanks the bolt out of his shoulder quick quick wow that was metal okay yeah she uses lay on hands and heals 10 of his hit points <sighs> thank you no problem as Nikos proceeds with his friends down towards the trash compactors, uh, he will stay along the wall, keeping his hand, like, tracing his hand along it. Yeah. As you pull out the crossbow bolt, <laughs> some blood spills into the sewage water. And the three guys head towards the loud, ominous smashing. Smash trash. The female gnome has been quiet up till now but now she says so uh do you think you could untie me now i look to nicholas and here here i mean feel free to untie her but if she makes a runner you're the one that's gonna have to chase her down <laughs> <laughs> that's true if i untie you are you going to run away from us probably not cirrus is going to insight that to see if she's lying and cirrus has a thing has a badge that lets her have advantage on that, I think. Yeah, go and roll your insight roll. Which is good, because Sirius's insight is a minus one. Alright, that's an 18. 18. It's a one-way street. There's really not a whole lot of places she can go. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, but... Okay, I can untie you, but it would be really helpful if you can answer our questions back at our place afterwards. And we'll keep you safe. From that man. Contrary to her earlier somewhat rebellious attitude, she's quite a bit more silent. Shit just got real. Alright, Sirius unties her. And we'll give the diamond rope back to Nicklaus. Thank you. I know you were worried about that. He <laughs> secures it into his pack and he pats it lovingly. <laughs> lovingly? <laughs> Please stay close to us. We don't know what sort of dangers are lurking ahead. She she actually has trouble staying above the water line. Oh boy. Would would you like me to continue to hold you? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that sound so weird? <laughs> <laughs> Do you sorry, am <laughs> Do you need help? Uh she's like No, as she 
continues to almost drown. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to do something to somebody against their will, but I don't want her to drown also. So I'll just keep a close eye on her and prevent <laughs> to prevent her from drowning. We'll just allow her to self-waterboard uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we continue along. No, wait. Cir- Cirrus picks her up and puts her on her shoulder. Yeah. She does not resist, contrary to her previous statement. She actually sort of slumps against your head. Cirrus is going to ask, So, if you don't mind me asking, what is your name? My name's Arya. Arya Negrim. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Arya. My name's Cirrus Alanis. The four of you head down the river of sewage. As Arya leans against your head, she asks, So why can the three of you cast magic? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's really hard to explain. I just believe, and the magic comes out of me. For these two, you'd have to ask them. It seems to have been the result of an experiment performed on us. What kind of experiment? I I don't remember. But uh, we suspect that Rudiger knows something about it, which is one of the reasons that we're that we wanted to talk to him. Hoping he might have answers. Also, what are your names? I'm Niklaus. I'm Herc here. While still on Cirrus's shoulder, she sort of turns around to look at Herc here and Niklaus. But mainly Niklaus. There's a bit of a silence, and then she says, Are you okay? Ignoring the fact that Herc is covered in blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got... I got healed up by Cirrus. So I'll be fine. She says, I saw you get hurt, but nothing nothing hit you or anything. Uh, you know how magic is? She sort of absentmindedly says, I, I bet my uncle could fix you up. He helps people all the time. Well, hopefully we can find him and we can help each other. She grows silent as she continues to slump against Cirrus. So, Arya, do you know who that man was that attacked us? Not personally, but I've I've seen his face on the illusion reels. He's a pretty well-known bounty hunter, I think. Really? He's a bounty hunter? What was his name? See, that's the thing. No one knows his name. People just call him the man in the duster. The man in the duster. The man in the duster. How do people contract him, then, if they don't know his name? It seems like an issue of he, he finds you, not you find him. That's extremely unsettling. Unregulated bounty hunting <laughs> like that is one of the chief problems facing the city. I thought you had to get a license for that from the police. Exactly, and I get the sense that this man is unlicensed and will be hit with a hefty fine. God is like, this was not the case. <laughs> no, I'm definitely right. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Cir- Cirrus knows all of the bounty hunters that are licensed in the city. Especially the ones <laughs> that are outside of my district. <laughs> well, these methods seem quite extreme. Attacking people who have nothing to do with his bounty. Why would he be attacking? I mean, are we assuming you were the target? Hercules looking at Arya when he says that. She does not reply, but go ahead and do a perception check. 17. You notice that while she's slumped against Cirrus's head, she's holding onto something inside her jacket. 
What do you have there? She replies, Oh, it's it's nothing. It is very clearly not nothing. <laughs> hmm. Was the bounty hunter looking for something and not you, then? She turns around for a second to look at you, and it looks like she's sizing you up to see if you can be trusted. Covered in spores and sewer water. <laughs> Who's not They're invisible now. As you take a look at her, you do note that in terms of relative ages, you guys are very similar. Cross racial species ages. <laughs> Would you like to see my Pokemon card collection? Look, I know you've just gone through something traumatic. We're, we've all gone through stuff like that, you know? And um, Nikos and Sarah and me here, we just want to help. She looks tired. And she says, My uncle once told me that if he was ever in trouble, to find his journal, there's a brief flashback to that secret compartment that you found, Hirkir. Uh-huh. And then it flashes back forward into the present time and you see uh well i guess you guys don't see but the camera sees that <laughs> she's holding a small journal in her coat pocket and he told me that if i ever needed to find him that this would be the key all right well maybe we can help you find him together we're solidly okay at finding people she says yeah that would be great and then Sirius, go ahead and do a dexterity check. A check, not a saving throw? Yeah. Okay. That would be a six. Arya slumps off your shoulder and falls into the water again. Meanwhile, here and Niklaus do a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Hercure and Niklaus, constitution saving throw. You could add something to it. You could add a plus four to it. Plus four? Do I still get to add the bless? I think it's probably been more than a minute since I casted it. Uh, yeah, it's been fair. more than a minute. That, that's fair. 13. It's going to be uh, 10 plus 7 plus 4. 21. As you see Arya fall off Sirius's shoulders, you also realize that you're, you're feeling a bit sluggish and tired. Ugh. Arya lands with a splash. She's not moving. Hi everyone, this is Joey, your somewhat belated dungeon master. I apologize for the longer than expected break. I was out of town and got sick for a bit, which pushed us behind. Join us next time as Hukir, Niklaus, and Cirrus make their way through a river of sewage. <laughs>